Welcome to At Ease, a podcast for colored girls who fled corporate when six figures wasn't enough. Whether you decided to quietly quit, took a leap of faith, pursued your passion over a paycheck, or are building a side hustle, join me each week as we redefine success by reshaping our minds. I combine my lived experience and conversations with entrepreneurs and Black women to leverage thought work, to reconnect with our bodies, combat burnout, and build businesses. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 17 of At Ease. This is actually the first part of my conversation with Meg Watt, where we completely went on a tangent a good tangent at that, where I learned about golf (laughs) and all of the advantages and benefits of building a practice on the golf course. I was intrigued. I learned something and I thought it was good enough for its own episode. Meg was actually on the show to talk about sound healing, which you can listen to that episode from a couple weeks ago. Listen to actually part one (laughs) of my conversation with sound healer Meg Watt. Hi, Meg. Hello there. How are you? I am doing very well. I literally just smudged my office, which I typically do before I start the day. And it's just, you know, Palo Santo, sage, and the energy. It feels really good in here. Okay. Every day. Let's dig into that. I'm just like, (laughs) just well, okay. First, tell people who you are. Tell them who you are, what you do and how you contribute to the world. Wow. I feel like I have so many answers to that. I am Meg Watt. That is my married name. And (laughs) I am a healer. I am a sound healer. I am a wellness consultant. And I am a future corporate America dropout from healthcare IT consulting. I love that you just declared that. Yes, future. Yes, I will be a dropout again, too. So I feel you. (laughs) Um, But and I just wanted to say, because you, you know, before I dig into your daily smudging, this glow right now, okay? I'm like, you just look so radiant. (laughs) I'm like, what? What is the skincare regimen? What fountain of you? Have you gone to Wakanda? Like, what is it? So funny. So funny. I literally, I will say it is a lot of sex with my husband. Um, (laughs) Is this the podcast where we can be like, look, yes, look, I'm clear. (laughs) What are the verbal rules? Uh, Yeah. Honestly, I feel like that is a part of my self-care plan as much as meditation and mindfulness and yoga and golf, all these things. But yeah, I think it's just like an inner peace. Meg, I have so many questions. I'm like, what? Golf? Because the most I've done is like, when I was a kid with my dad, I drove the golf cart. And then in school, if we were a business major, we were required. Because like business takes place on the golf course. Or at least, you know, certain circles of business take place on the golf course. But that's it. But you like do this. Yeah, 26 years. Uh, My husband and I just got back from Florida uh, this weekend. We were at TPC Sawgrass 
and a couple other courses down there. And I golfed yesterday in Detroit. I walked 18 holes of golf by myself. Yeah, it's it's an And I did hear it was unseasonably warm. Because yeah, my you know, my parents like, are in like, Cleveland. Yeah. So they were like, it was 50 some degrees today. I'm like, yeah. in January? Yeah. Yeah, man. Global warming is scary, but also like good for golf. <laughs> my dad said the same thing. He said the same thing. He's like, you know, I put my clubs away, but I'm thinking like should I? Man. Wow. You, you, you're like, I have so many questions, but I'm like, should I just start? Because I have an Instagram page for just my golf life, Meg the Golfer. Shout out to Meg the Golfer. And then like, I'm like, should I start a YouTube channel for this? Because the stories yeah. that I have as a Black female golfer, like that could be a whole podcast right there. I'm clear. I'm I'm very clear. I need, and you're making, I, <laughs> I want to ask my friend. I had a friend who years ago was like you know what I'm gonna do for fun and I was like what she's like take golf lessons and I remember being like what <laughs> like we were in our 20s and I didn't understand and I remember she took the lessons but I don't know if she kept up with it because oh, to wow. me all I know about golf so my maiden name is wood okay so back in the day when Tiger Woods won that first masters he would be like, like you is that your cousin? Yeah, right. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Not not at all. Right? Yeah. But the wood men, that's what they do. And I I, I started to have a belief, like, once you get older, <laughs> you know, and yeah. that's all they do is golf. Like, yeah. my dad and his brothers get together, golf. They want to watch golf. When we buy him gifts, like, he has, like, a subscription to something. I don't even yeah. remember what it is, but he gets a magazine and teas and <laughs> Yeah, it's a whole world. It's a whole world out here. And that's honestly what I tell a lot of my single friends now. Like, y'all need to, you looking for a man, you need to be on the golf course. Yo, and so even Yes. So <laughs> this is such a tangent. The boys <laughs> love this show on Netflix. I call it their version of Legends of the Hidden Temple. Do you remember that show? Legends of the Hidden Temple. Isn't that? that like where they go through all these obstacles and like yes, like and Ninja like the volcano is like erupting and they're yeah. trying to yeah okay. So the show that they watch is called The Floor Is Lava, and it is it reminds me of that because it's like all of this slime and they gotta go across these obstacle courses and you don't want to fall in the lava, right? That's the that's their show. Well, on the last episode that they watched, this was maybe like a week ago, we were all sick in their home. The whole team was black men and they were named like, they were golfers, the team. What? And they're, yeah, they are gol they were all golfers and like their team name was centered around golf. And even the way they dressed to take on this battle, I was like, yo, they're really committed. <laughs> they're really committed to this. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, but there, really. but this is, there might be something to that. Yeah. Don't go no. to the club. Don't go to the bar. Go play golf. Go play golf. Cause let me tell you, it's brothers on that course who are high earners. Cause golf is not cheap. Golf is not cheap. That's number one. Number two, people travel to golf. You know what that means? Ladies, that means you're getting flued out. 
to swing some sticks. <laughs> you hear me? So I'm just saying, like, this is the best kept secret right here. You try to find a high earning guy, like, that's where you need And to I will also offer, I'm sold. I will also offer that even if you don't pick it up as your hobby, like, let's say hypothetically, you meet a man, you get married, y'all have kids, he's a golfer. Do you know how long it takes to play 18 hours of golf? That means you're going to automatically have free time on a Saturday afternoon. So you can get your breaks when you need a break. You can have like the house to yourself because his hobby that take, that thing takes time. Yeah. Okay. It does. Hmm. But if you like it and he likes it, because really every time I'm on the golf course, I'm like one of the few women there. And the comments, okay, the comments are just like, you could tell they want somebody sweet to go with them. You know what I mean? They want, they want somebody wearing a nice little skirt or, you know, some, some leggings on the golf course so they can have a nice look. So guys like going with their guys. You know what I mean? You smoke Mm -hmm. cigars. But they want to go with you too. But they don't, they would, they would much rather prefer to see me swinging the stick than to see their homeboys. hundred percent. Like, I enjoy playing with my husband more than I enjoy playing with anybody else. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, we we definitely digress. But that's a gem right yeah. there. Because your audience, I'm sure, are, <laughs> you know, successful Black women. Yeah. And they may be desiring that partner. Girl, get your butt on the golf course. And it's still relevant. I'm I'm going I'm to circle back. It's still relevant, right? Because... We get to be uncomfortable. We get to try new things. We get, if, if what we've been doing isn't working, Say that again. we get to try something else, yeah. right? So I love it. Look, <laughs> and look, <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm like, here go your two iron. Here go your... <laughs> Here's your club. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's so many people who, right, you gonna serve it up for them, girl. Having drinks ready, you know what I mean. Look, and 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 I I I could we could be here all day, (laughs) and women just plan better. Like there's certain things that we do better, right? And so we're thinking ahead. By the time we get to this hole, you're gonna be thirsty. You might want a snack. We're gonna pack the good snacks. You know, it's like (laughs) we uh we elevate the we're gonna elevate the overall golfing experience. Experience. 100%. Yes. Hmm. I love it. And I mean, honestly, even I'm, I'm thinking like even as a parent, right? So in the same way I was forced to take golf for a business degree, mm-hmm. there are other connections that are made on the golf course, whether we're talking about schools for my children, entrepreneurships, mm-hmm. uh, entrepreneurships, internships, oh, <laughs> right? Yeah. Just different opportunities. And it's an opportunity to learn to be with a different group of people, to have access. And <clears throat> I would also offer that access actually could create help create ease when you have options. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Even, and I'm, I, I'm even thinking back to college, people who were on golf scholarships. Mm-hmm. Yes. Howard University just won like the men's golf championship. And they were presented with their rings at the, during the Howard and Morehouse basketball classic. But it, it, it is a massive 
industry, like multi-billion dollar industry, Black people represent 0.2% of the golf industry. So it's it's something that we're definitely breaking into, but there's so many life lessons on the golf course, bro. There's so many life lessons. Just yesterday, I could probably name five things. Okay, come on, tell me. I'm okay. intrigued. Like, you know, you like, <laughs> yes. Tell so, me, because we were going to look into having the boys do tennis. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's will last a lot longer playing golf. And that's what someone said to me. So we, we're, we've we been trying everything right now. They're doing gymnastics. Oh, nice. That's really yeah. good for strength, core, flexibility. Yes, and they love it, right? Yeah. But I did not think about golf. Oh, my mm-hmm. dad is going to be hyped. He's going to be so excited. You know, but the thing is, like, the same reason, because I hear a lot of people my age, they're like, oh, my dad tried to force me to get into it. It was boring. Like, I don't know how to get kids actually interested in it in a way that it's their idea. Because usually when I hear people our age talk about it, they just feel like my dad made me go. Whereas I was 11 and my uncle got me lessons. Like, he was a Tuskegee, original Tuskegee Airman. And... He was just like, you want to play? And I'm like, sure. You know, in that first lesson at 11 years old, I swung the club over 100 times before I even made contact with the ball. You know, that's the number one lesson in golf. Everybody thinks that they're better than they are. So it's a lesson in humility. Everybody thinks that they're better than they are. The other lesson is most people suck in golf. <laughs> true. They it's do. I'd be like, look at that double bogey. Bruh. <laughs> double bogey. Double bogey. That means if it if the hole says it should take you four shots, it's either gonna be three shots, four shots, or five shots. If it takes you six shots, that's a double bogey. <clears throat> that is average for amateurs. Mm. That means people are hitting triple, quadruple bogey. They just picking up double par. <laughs> double par, that means it took you eight shots. Okay, so you went four over. <laughs> okay, we're not going to get into a golf lesson, but all the lessons. Yesterday, this golf course that I went to is one of the few golf courses that's open year-round in Michigan. I didn't have the best experience there. I get very much so overseer energy. Um, like, they just don't want you to be there. And if I'm a woman by myself, that's a whole other layer, right? Mm. But the lesson in that was I had to work myself up. I'm like, listen, you're going out to golf. You're going out to golf. All you're here for is to play golf. You are not here to prejudge. You are not here to anticipate any negative energy. You be the light and you bring the positive energy. And I showed up to that golf course with my light, with my positive energy. <laughs> and they were so nice to me. They were mm. so nice I mean, obviously, I don't appreciate all the baby boomer. Oh, it's so nice to have a good-looking lady up in here. Oh, it's nice to see a beautiful oh, woman on the golf course. Oh my God, did you leave anything out there for us? And I'm like, it's it's whatever. I kind of just look at them like my uncles. But, yeah. But it's 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 so many so many lessons. You know, be a goldfish. That's a life lesson in golf. You cannot dwell on a bad golf shot. Because chances are you're going to hit another 60 or 70 shots. Probably more than that because most people suck. So (laughs) you really have to be a goldfish. Every three seconds, you got a new memory. Every shot, new memory. If you did something good, take it with you. If you didn't, take the lesson too. Life lesson. 
Mm. Bro, there's so many gyms on the golf course, bro. So yeah. And what I was thinking even, so I like to walk. It took me a long time to get there. I used to have like this thought that walking didn't count because I used to run. That's how I, I started my That's right. wellness journey, if you will. Marathons, yeah, half marathons, all of that. And so once I had the boys and I was trying to push this double stroller, and you have an additional 50 pounds to push in these hills in Northern Virginia, it wasn't happening. Wasn't nobody running anywhere. I wasn't, I wasn't running. It wasn't happening. So I was forced to walk. And at first I hated it. Like I had so much shame around it. Like mm. this isn't real exercise. This isn't who I am. I used to do X, Y, and Z. But once I let go of that, I was like, yo, I love this. Yeah. I love walking because I, you know, the, the, uh, stroller, sim I feel like the motion was probably similar to like a car. So they would be sleep yeah. and I would, I, I never ran or with music or anything. It was just me and the soundtrack of nature. Right yeah. Yes. And so I would imagine on the golf course, 18 holes. Yeah that you really have time just to be outside, just mm -hmm. to yeah. be, it's no distractions. Perfect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and some of these golf courses are absolutely beautiful. <sighs> yeah. I mean, it, I mean, I'm just thinking about where we were last week and it just doesn't get any better. Like, yeah. It just does not get any better. And to be able to do it with my husband, it's just like, he wasn't even a golfer like that. Like he had played before, but he didn't really pay any attention. I guess he got tired of me hitting up the golf course so much. He's like, nah, you gone three, four, five hours. What, what is this about? So I got him a set um, for some holiday in 2020. And literally I've not been able to stop the school. So we are, we are <laughs> out here. We are, we are an official golf couple. And that's kind of weird saying that, but like, that's a thing. I didn't too. even know that was a thing, but you, that is you, a thing. you've introduced me to something new. <laughs> Black golf couple. Like we should just start YouTube for that. Seriously. If anybody's listening and want to like sponsor us for that, like hit, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, I love it. I love it. And that is not something that I would have ever thought to do, but I will definitely give it a try this year. Let me and know. even when you say people travel, I absolutely, I'm thinking back to running yeah. until I got pregnant. I was going to like Dublin for Same marathons, Cali, you know, and I would look at where do I want to go and what races are happening. I'm going to plan a trip around the race. I remember for yeah. years and we never made it, but for years we were going to do, um, there's the uh, a reggae marathon that was always the week of my birthday mm. in Jamaica. And I think it was in the grill and the race starts at like 5 a.m. Cause it gets so hot. Right. And I was like, y'all let's go. Nobody want to go with me. <laughs> Nobody's like, I don't want to go to Jamaica to run. <laughs> well, like would I have to run or could I just go like be a support person? I mean, you could, you could, but that, that but really, I mean, when I look back on those years, that is how I planned. Yeah. Trips. Wow. So you got it in you. I do. I just, 
need to get beyond the language of double bogey and <laughs> practice, hey, do a I'm little swing or something. I'm going to send you some information. There's a meetup. There's like a Zoom meeting happening Thursday at 8 p.m. And they're going to explain the scorecard. There's going to be questions available. Like anything you want to know, you can ask. Yo, I love us. I love us because, no, I really do. Because I've watched, I think especially being in the wellness space or ha- I don't consider myself to be in the space anymore, but having been in it, mm-hmm. it gets real white. Okay. It gets real white. It gets real whitewashed. And it, that is also exhausting. I have found that whether it's with yoga, whether it's when I taught dance fitness classes and it's like, how are you going to teach me how to twerk? That's what we're not going to do. Okay. And so just when I think about it, we can think back to black girls run who created a space, right. For us to run. I'm thinking back to, so my ex-husband, but he proposed to me at the end of his first triathlon, right? He proposed at the finish line of his first triathlon and he found a community of black triathlon runners, right? People who swam, biked, and ran. And that was special, Mm -hmm. right? And so I'm like, I know people who bike, I had an employee who used to travel to do these century bike rides with a group of black people or like yeah. these Rangar runs, you know, the runs where you do like 200 miles and you ride along in the van. Have you heard of those? No, okay. ma'am, I don't. Well, what? we do those too. Yeah. It's like two, it's like a 200 mile run, but like a relay and you have a driver, you have a van, you have stops yeah. along the way. It's like, it's intense. And then now I'm like, dang, we got golf too. We got golfing communities and it's exciting. Like even just for the time that we're in, I'm thinking about Fisk and their first ever, the first HBCU gymnastics team. My sister took gymnastics for years Mm -hmm. and she never had, she, she, she didn't want to go to like a UCLA, right? you know? So it's like to see that. And now Mm -hmm. I think Talladega just is about to be the second HBCU with, Oh really? with a gymnastics team. I'm thinking about Hampton first HBCU. Well, Morgan had one back in the day, but with a lacrosse team, you know, so it's exciting to know that we are still carving out our own space. Yeah. Yeah. And to see it in our, in our lifetime, it's like, you think, because when my Tuskegee Airmen great uncle would say things and sort of speak about the progress, I'm like, whoa, like that was pro- like going from not being called a nigger to Negro was progress back then. Like, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, like we have different measures of progress. Now yeah. we are afforded luxury as a standard and we deserve it. You know what I mean? We're, we're entitled to it. If anybody is entitled to luxury in this country, it is black people. So yeah, there is a black girls golf uh, group and um, I'm excited. Send me the link. <laughs> Send me the link. I'm sure there's black girls golfing right in the DC area. I'm I'm positive. So oh yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely something. It's amazing. It's amazing. I hope yeah. you get into it. I will come to you, and we'll get around it. Oh yeah, wait till I come to Detroit. I'm not playing. I because <laughs> you know I told you my fa- I'm, my family lives in Cleveland. 
We spent yeah. a lot of time in Detroit. I'm way overdue for a visit for some friends that live there anyway. So oh, look. I'm gonna Your come see you, Meg. They will be soon. Look, I'm okay. gonna tell them. <laughs> I'm about to say you guys gonna tell them. But she's like, uh no. <laughs> I doubt it. But um look, we all get to try new things. And that's the thing. You could try it, and if you like it, great. If you don't, at least you tried it. And now you know. 100%, yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to tell you now, that that whole 22-minute intro, that's going to be its own episode. I didn't even know we was going to talk about golf. Okay? <laughs> We're going to make that its own episode. Black girls golfing. Black girls golfing. Yes. <laughs> I love it. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you like what you hear, please leave me a five-star review and share with a friend. I hope to see you back here next week for another episode. And until then, at ease.